the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Whether you rent or own, live in an HOA, single-family home, or an apartment building, Gene will tackle the issues right where you live. So, from the Bank of Omaha Studios, here's the original man of steel, Resolve himself, who stands for truth, justice, and the association way. Here's Gene Sullivan. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome once again to Where You Live. I'm Gene Sullivan, and I'm broadcasting from the Mutual of Omaha Bank Studios uh, out here at the great Minnesota get-together, the Minnesota State Fair. If uh, you are out at the State Fair, you can uh, join us over by uh, the Patriot booth close to the corner of Underwood and Murphy. We're right next door to Home Depot. It's been great to uh, have the opportunity to uh, broadcast live shows for you all this week, Monday through Friday, from uh, 2 to 3 p.m. at this uh, time slot on AM 1440 KYCR. Uh, But uh, if you're listening to this show for the first time this week, uh, please uh, remember to uh, join me at my regular time slot, 10 a.m. on Saturdays on AM 1280 The Patriot. And, uh, you know, concerning Mutual of Omaha Bank, one of our sponsors here, um, you know, you need to remember your association members take tremendous pride in their communities. You can always help them maintain that pride with custom financing through Mutual of Omaha Bank. They're a lending expert that has worked with thousands of community associations. So whether you want to purchase real estate or equipment or make repairs to common areas, Mutual of Omaha Bank can meet your needs with a team of dedicated local professionals. Call Tom Ingblom at 312-209-2623, Mutual of Omaha Bank, member FDIC. I'm also brought to you by the great folks at Extreme Exteriors and Bartlett Tree Experts, and I can uh, do this uh, show and broadcast uh, time after time with great confidence because of the man operating things back at the mothership, Mr. Trevor K. Trevor, thank you as always. How are you doing? Oh, good, brother. I like to be a rock, making sure things are yeah. stable here. Yeah. You are. Thank you. Have you been, I, I, uh, when I asked you earlier in the week, I think you hadn't been out to the state fair. Have you been out there, or have you been out there now? I have not been out there yet. Nope, nope. This weekend, oh. I'm going. I'm going, I promise. Oh, yeah? Yep. Okay, I tell you, the, uh, there is a bunch of new food to try, of course, uh, everywhere. But uh, the one food that I tried yesterday that, uh, oh, man, it's a knockout. You, where the uh, Patriot booth is, you go one block east to the next street over. Mm-hmm. There's a place called Giggles Campfire. Oh, their stuff is and, good. What did you get? Oh, they, you know, I, I went there and passed because they've had chicken fried bacon, well, which something. is really good. They don't have that anymore. Uh, yeah, but the what they deal? have... The new deal is duck bacon wontons. Ooh, that does sound Man, really I, good. I didn't even know duck had bacon on them. Right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but, oh, man, it is really good. It comes with this sweet plum sauce, and I'm telling you, it is worth every – it's worth twice the price. But we'll not tell them because it's still a pretty good deal. That's right. That's right. I'll try yeah. that instead of the uh, the walleye I've had out there before. We'll try the we'll try oh. the bacon duck with the plum sauce. That sounds great. Yeah. And uh, say, folks, if you're listening uh, at home and not here at the state fair, you can uh, call me because these shows are live. So I'd love to hear from you, uh, your comments on uh, anything that I'm talking about today, or maybe a question you have. Uh, the phone number. To uh, dial in, and Trevor will take the call, 651-289-4477. So, without further ado, let's begin with property management in the news. Property management in the news today is brought to you by Zero Res Carpet Care. 
a proud sponsor of this show. Contact Zero Res today to learn more about association pricing for your HOA or condo. Cleaning carpets, air ducts, dry vents, and now even adding floor installation and sales to their list of quality services. The phone number is 952-ZERO-RES. Spell it backward or forward. It spells the same, ZERO-RES. Our first show, our first story here in property management in the news um, is asking a question, is it true that renters lose more times than not when up against landlords in housing court? And that's what we're going to be taking a look at today. It was uh, WNYC, uh, 93.9 FM, public radio, that uh, recently shared a story stating why tenants lose when they go up against landlords. Now, in this story, they shared that approximately about 200 people a day go before landlord-tenant court uh, in the, the uh, court system in uh, Newark, New Jersey, in Essex County. Now, the picture they painted was not a pretty one. They were saying that uh, with uh, uh, renters that instead of just uh, expecting to go into court and to meet a judge, that instead they were before the court uh, was in session, they were meeting a representative of the landlord in the hallway outside. And uh, most of these representatives were the landlord's attorney. And uh, they said, of course, the tenant is going unrepresented and by themselves. Uh, the story went on to say that in Essex County, where Newark is, uh, approximately 40,000 eviction cases are heard and filed each year. The story with public radio went on to say that half or more, however, of all of these cases never even reached the judge to be heard. The narrative uh, that is implied uh, in this story is that the tenant is someone who is uh, confused and bullied and is forced to leave their home not understanding what took place. The story continues on, says that there are many uh, renter advocates who are concerned about this and are saying that uh, most cases, uh, when you have a renter who is deliberately withholding rent, it's for one reason. That reason? Uninhabit uninhabitable conditions that are being ignored by the landlord. There was uh, in the... This uh, news story, a Seton Hall law professor uh, by the name of Paula uh, Franzesi. I hope I'm pronouncing that last name correctly. She was interviewed and she was quoted as saying, when an apartment is not up to code, does not supply the heat or there's rodent infestation or the ceiling is falling down in the apartment or whatever, she said the tenant is within their right to withhold rent. Now, Franzesi started uh, by uh, stating that she had uh, done some research in the eviction cases over a one-year period of time in Essex County. And uh, from just uh, two years ago, she found out that there were the 40,000 cases that I just mentioned that went to court in one year. But out of the 40,000 cases, she said only 80 raised the uh, habitability defense. Francesi is convinced that this is because of a couple uh, reasons. Number one, she said, the, the real reason is, she said, the numbers are so small, has nothing to do with the fact that there is... Uh, not substandard rental conditions, she believes that there is. She said, but rather, she thinks it has everything to do with a legal system that works against those who are poor and without money to be represented to hire an attorney. Although uh, she's convinced of this, 
uh, she does admit uh, that uh, she is merely going by anecdotal uh, evidence of just a, a few cases that she's heard about. One of those cases uh, in point that she pointed to was a woman by the name of Kim Yada Ward, uh, who went against uh, Augustine Realty. Now, it was pointed out in that particular case that uh, Ward did indeed have the money for the rent, and she went to court and put the uh, rent money into the court fund, which the court usually does to set aside until issues of uh, the substandard conditions uh, could be met. In this particular case, she said she had rats and mold in her unit. She stated that she had caught at least eight or ten rats. She said that there was mold. And, uh, but what was pointed out in this story by public radio was that she lost. And what was the reason she lost in court? Well, it was because she didn't have anything put in writing. So what is going on here? Is there really an unbalanced court system that favors rich fat cat landlords versus uh, the meager in our society just trying to take care of their family? Well, Professor Franzesi says yes, most certainly so. She's advocating and lobbying at the New Jersey State Legislature uh, for several things. Uh, for example, she would like to see that the state legislature would put into effect a law that says that they're going to lift the requirement of rental security deposits for renters in their units. She would also like to see, help to make a more uh, fair playing field for everyone, she would like to see a requirement that the land, uh, that in landlord-tenant court, that in order to require making a landlord responsible for having to supply past inspection records of these rentals before the judge made a decision on a particular case. Hey, she Gene, also, just a yes. heads up, we got a call here from uh, Pete, who's uh, a rental manager. We had a question, if you've got time for it, about landlord-tenant disputes. Well, I tell you what, if you could tell Pete, if he could hang on for just a couple of minutes, we'll uh, wrap up here with uh, our first segment, and I'll get him at the top of uh, segment two. Aye, aye, Captain. Got it. Okay, Thanks, good. Man. The third thing, uh, going back to what Professor Franzesi would like to see uh, the uh, New Jersey uh, legislature do in changing uh, tenant-landlord law, is uh, she said she would like to make it so that in all housing court cases for evictions, those 40,000 that uh, went up in uh, Essex County alone, she said that they all should be confidential. In other words, they shouldn't be public records. Now, as you know, anytime someone takes someone to court, all of those are public records that anybody can see at any time. But she says they ought to be confidential. They should not be shown because she says it proves that uh, there is discrimination against the poor and they become blacklisted and now are unable to rent anywhere else. So my question is, uh, thinking about this, what do you think of Professor Franzesi's proposals for making the, the legal system for housing court balanced for renters. Is she on to something here? Well, let's look at what we do know, okay? Uh, I'll admit that professor, this uh, professor is a, a true legal scholar. She's been uh, teaching law at a very well-known and respected law school at Seton Hall. Uh, she's uh, done some due diligence. Uh, she's examined some 40,000 court records in housing court in Essex County. But when she came to her conclusion of what surely must be the cause, it's interesting. In her interview, she readily admitted that this was her feelings on the matter, and it was purely anecdotal. 
And she only was saying because she had heard of one or two th- of cases specifically. Now, we need to remember that uh, there is a difference between anecdotal evidence and data. And two or three examples does not make data. Okay, the anecdotal case she did make reference to with uh, uh, Ward versus Augustine Realty. Yes, there were rats and there was mold, and that was undeniable. Uh, or, I'm sorry, it, it, was, uh, it was not something that was undeniable. It was thrown out. Why? Because there was no paper trail. That's right. It, there were no copies uh, anywhere that she could produce, uh, Ms. Ward, of any written requests over any length of time stating that there was a, an issue. This was just hearsay, just um, uh, her oral interpretation. No pictures were taken uh, to show proof of this. And here is uh, another thing that uh, usually takes place that I see uh, in uh, housing court issues, especially when someone is making the claim that things are uninhabitable. In the city where uh, the uh, house resides, you have housing inspectors who are all but too glad to always set up an appointment, come out, and be an independent third party uh, to inspect and to make sure that uh, things are valid. So uh, this particular case, even though uh, it sounded very bad, uh, it wasn't uh, the landlord getting off based on just a technicality but something that's very important. And what is that? Well, when you go to court and you're making allegations against someone else, you've got to prove your case. You know, there's an old Jewish proverb that says that he who pleads his cause first seems right until another comes and questions him. The court system is merely asking that when you come and you do something, you need to demonstrate credibility. Well, what is really going on here? Is there really a, an issue with an unfair housing system uh, for uh, renters? We're going to continue to delve into this in our show today on where you live, but we're going to take a break. Don't go away. You're listening to us on AM 1440. We'll be back after these messages. Business 1440. Part of the Wall Street Business Network. When Hurricane Harvey struck Texas and the Gulf Coast over the weekend, the world turned upside down for children and families in its path. When disaster strikes, children suffer in unimaginable ways. And Save the Children is there to meet their unique needs. Even now, Save the Children is in Texas and along the Gulf Coast, making sure hurt and frightened children impacted by Hurricane Harvey get the help they need. To care for and protect children has been the mission of Save the Children for nearly a 100 years. So when tragedies like Hurricane Harvey strike... They're prepared and they're on the ground for children and their families around the world and right here at home. Your $50 right now to save the children will deliver essential supplies for families forced to evacuate, including hygiene kits, blankets, portable cribs, and strollers. Children are counting on us. Call 888-248-0312. That's 888-248-0312. Or give online right now at savethechildren.org slash radio. Are your investments doing the best they can? Do you know the biggest risks in your portfolio? If you don't know the answers, you need Nepsis's Smart Investing with Clarity Portfolio Management Approach. You might have all your investments in mutual funds and ETFs, but that's not smart. They lack the flexibility and transparency you need to capture market opportunities and tax advantages. Nepsis's Smart Investing with Clarity starts with a customized, separately managed account. SMAs are smart, allowing you to manage your portfolio with precision. Mutual funds and ETFs are blended and restricted. You don't know what you own and can't make the most of your investments. With SMAs, you can invest more in great companies, generate cash, and gain tax advantages easily. Let Nepsis show you our smart approach to investing. Call 952-746-2003 to learn more about SMAs and smart investing. Or visit NepsisCapital.com to take our free investment stress test. It's time you get smart with your investments. 
Financial Fortitude with Dale Creed Francis and Ryan Litvin, pointing out today's challenges in the economy for today's investors. But it isn't just elderly people that are dropping out of the labor force. In fact, the inactivity rate for men in their prime years, that's 25 to 54 years old, that continues to rise and is now the highest that's ever been recorded. It's Financial Fortitude every weekday morning at 8 and Sunday mornings at 11 on the new Business 1440, part of the Wall Street Business Network. Business 1440 and iHeartRadio, they go together like dollars and cents. Listen anytime, anywhere at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. That's right. That's uh, Sullivan, Gene Sullivan here, broadcasting another show of Where You Live out here at the Minnesota State Fair. These are live broadcasts all this week between 2 and 3 p.m. And uh, our regular time is Saturdays at 10 on on AM 1280 The Patriot. So don't uh, forget to uh, turn us on, tune us in on Saturdays. Uh, because the shows are live, we want to hear from you uh, today. I'd love to hear from you. Do you think that there is a housing court system that's out of whack for renters and that they get the bad end of the stick in uh, housing court when it comes to evictions? Uh, we're going to get to a question. We have a caller, Pete, in just one moment, but I want to let everybody know, of course, that I am uh, so glad to have the, the great sponsors that we have, which would be Mutual of Omaha Bank, uh, we have uh, Bartlett Tree Experts, and uh, also, for example, Extreme Exteriors. You know, you can count on Extreme Exteriors for expert installation of exterior siding, roofing, soffits, fascia, decks, windows, and more. It's with their knowledge and experience, they can design the perfect solution to make your home beautiful and energy efficient, saving you maintenance and money for years to come. Give them a call at 763 441 one three three four, and tell them Gene sent you. It's time now to hear from the Community Associations Institute. The CAI Minute is brought to you by Twenty Four Restore. You know it's the Twenty Four Restore cost containment uh, program that helps property managers and homeowner associations save money while still delivering the highest quality emergency restoration services for your residents. 24 Restore's unique program includes in-house loss assistance, future loss prevention, and reduction of your overall risk and liability. Now, for more information about this uh, cost containment program, please visit 24restore.com. That's 24restore.com. Are you a volunteer in your homeowner association? Maybe a residential property manager wanting to increase your industry knowledge and obtain professional credentials in property management. Are you a vendor or professional offering services to homeowners and associations or property managers? If you said yes to any one of those questions, then join the Community Association Institute. The CAI is a great organization, helping you be informed and more proficient in your homeowner association board member or property manager role. It's also a great way to network with potential clients. For nearly 40 years, CAI has provided education and resources to volunteer homeowners who govern community associations and the professionals who support them. Visit cai-mn.com to learn more. That's cai-mn.com. The Minnesota chapter of CAI holds monthly manager's luncheons, board member education training, property manager certification training, and much more. It also produces a bi-monthly informative magazine called Minnesota Community Living. Why not join the Community Association Institute today? You can do so online at cai-mn.com and select Membership. Now, we'll get back to our story in just a moment, but uh, we have uh, Pete on line one. Uh, hi, Pete. Uh, welcome to where you live. Uh, do you have a comment or a question? Yeah, I do. Thanks, Gene. I appreciate your uh, show, and I appreciate the opportunity to ask the question. I, I'm a landlord, and sometimes, not often, but sometimes I'm I'm asked to get involved with a dispute between a couple of uh, neighbors, and normally... It's because uh, one of the neighbors is is louder and too loud for the 
comfort of the other. It might be a music or pets or, or sometimes they, they argue. You know, the neighbors are arguing. You can just about hear exactly what they're saying. So uh, the question I have is, uh, is there a threshold that you would recommend? Uh, they sometimes want me to get involved and, and uh, separate the parties, or or do I just uh, tell them to work it out? Or, or even is there is there a threshold where I I need to call the police? Is there some some way I can uh, uh, tell how imminent something might happen and uh, and get involved, or or can I just say uh, work it out yourself? Okay, well, great question, Pete. Uh, Thanks for asking that. Um, a couple things come to mind. Um, uh, you know, you mentioned a couple of different scenarios. If you're talking about a scenario where, where someone has occasionally loud music, and sometimes it's just occasional. Uh, I live in a condo association, and um, I know that every once in a while, if a neighbor on uh, my floor is getting ready to have a get-together, they'll send out uh, a notice and say, uh, uh, just want to let everybody know we're going to have a uh, uh, get together. We will try and keep uh, everything down, but things might get a little bit loud, but we will try and have everything curtailed by a certain time. And, um, you know, that's kind of nice and kind of respectful. And if it's one-off kind of situations like that, encouraging someone just to communicate with their neighbors, I think, can be helpful. But what you're talking about is if there's an issue where something is con- continually uh, just bothersome to one renter, the hard part with uh, these kinds of issues is that you're talking about something that could be considered purely subjective, you know, uh, with uh, one person versus another. And um, you know how, uh, as a landlord, it can be very difficult sometimes. Uh, you know, the one uh, person uh, renting will say, well, the other person's loud. Why don't you just do your job, Mr. Landlord, and evict them? because uh, they're just bad news for uh, the rest of us in the building. Well, uh, when you try and take something to court uh, on that, it's just something he said, she said, and it's, uh, like I said, very subjective. So one of the things that can help, I think, uh, a lot in those particular cases uh, would be to, yes, get the the police involved. Um, Now, they may not be able to respond all the time right away because the police will have something... uh, important, uh, something that's a higher degree that uh, needs their attention. But by and large, if it's something that's continuing to go on, you can get the police to to show up. Uh, They'll knock on the door and they'll talk to a person, and a lot of times uh, that can can help in letting someone else know that, nope, it's not just uh, a a neighbor. No, it's not uh, a landlord who's just trying to bust my chops, but, yes, maybe I am being too loud. The other thing is is that if you end up as a landlord having several instances that can be reported and confirmed by the police that yes things have been noted that things have been got had gotten out of hand not once but several times it'll be a lot easier for you to finally pursue that person in housing court and have them evicted if that's what needs to be done. So I hope uh, that will help in uh, uh, help you in uh, your uh, in your situation. Well, at, looking at our clock here again, we need to take another break, but uh, don't go away. We've got a lot more on where you live. We're going to go back with our situation of renters. Are they getting an unfair shake in housing court? We'll talk about that and more here on AM fourteen forty after these messages. need to catch up on your life savings and investments? Do you know that right now we are very likely in the first year of a new bull market? William O'Neill, editor of the Investor's Business Daily and author of many great stock trading books, has said that the most money is made in the first year of a new bull market. My family has believed this and experienced it for many generations. I'm David Mitchell, founder and CEO of Tradeway. I've taught our family methods of stock trading and investing in most of the major cities around the nation for many years with the goal of having many of our clients trade for a living. You don't have to do that unless you want to fire your boss. 
But wouldn't it be great to take the confusing world of investing and find it understandable, even simple and fun? That is what can happen when you attend a Tradeway event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. You'll learn how the stock market works, how to spot patterns, how to know when to buy and sell a stock, how to even know how to pick your own stocks, and when it might be better to stay in cash. You'll leave the event more confident in your family's financial future and secure in Tradeway's ability to support you along the way. You can bring your entire family for only $99.95. Plus, you'll receive an extra ticket to bring a friend. And at the end of the two days, if you don't love it, you can get your money back. doesn't get better than that. So come take your first step to financial freedom and attend our live two-day event called Step 1, Start Your Journey. Coming to the Weston Edina Galleria, September 15th and 16th. Only $99.95 for your entire household, plus a free ticket for a friend and a full money-back guarantee. To register, call 877-907-TRADE. That's 877-907-8723. Or go to Tradeway.com. That's Tradeway.com. Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live. Gene Sullivan here broadcasting live out at the Minnesota State Fair close to the corner of Underwood Underwood and Murphy. Please stop by and say hi if you're in the area. If uh, you're listening, uh, you can call uh, today's show, uh, 651-289-4477. Don't forget to uh, listen to us at our regular time Saturdays at 10 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Uh, before we get back to uh, our story about uh, housing court and our uh, renters getting an unfair shake, I want to just say thanks to uh, the many sponsors of this show that uh, allow this allow us to broadcast to you week after week. And so I need to say thanks to Mutual of Omaha Bank, uh, to, uh, to Extreme Exteriors, and Bartlett Tree Experts. You know, uh, at Bartlett, these guys are really the total nerds of tree care. They're experts in every sense of the word. Did you know at uh, Bartlett they have a 350-acre research lab in Arboretum? Not only are their PhDs constantly developing new techniques and treatments in tree care, but they also provide the support and training to all their field technicians so you get the best care possible. Bartlett's inventory management plans using ArborScope are the best in the business. Now, with a comprehensive understanding of value, condition, the needs of your trees, combined with Bartlett's expertise, you get the most out of your dollar when using them. Give them a call at 763-253-8733 and tell them Gene sent you. Our story is uh, one that uh, was uh, reported uh, uh, by uh, Public Radio uh, in uh, New York saying that uh, renters are probably getting an unfair shake in housing court, and we're asking, is that really the case? Um, uh, out of the 40,000 uh, cases, um, it was uh, one law professor is convinced that uh, a lot of them are because of uninhabitability and substandard conditions. But is that really taking place? Uh, because uh, out of the 40,000 uh, court cases in the last year or two, there's probably only been uh, 80 uh, that uh, even came up with and tried to use the uninhabitability defense. So we need to ask ourselves, what is the court system really like in housing court? Uh, how is an eviction, how does that take place for non-payment of rent? And could it, we need to ask ourselves, could it actually possibly be that the reason the habitability defense is not used much might be not because um, it's happening and people are afraid to use it. It may have to do more with the fact that most units are not run-down dumps. It's just a thought. You know, secondly, for the habitability defense to be used properly the court's going to require a few things. The first thing, we talked about this already, is proof that an issue exists. 
there was the one court case that was thrown out because it was just hearsay. There was nothing that was documented. There was nothing that was shown or demonstrated that a person had gotten a third uh, independent party, like a, a city housing inspector, to come in and say, yes, these conditions do exist. Had that been the case, I think it would have been very easy and the person would not have been taken out of their uh, unit and they would have uh, had the opportunity to have that uh, repaired by the landlord. But for that to take place in housing court, one of the first things that the judge is going to ask of the renter is they also have to demonstrate some good faith in this equation as well. In other words, they have to actually have the money for the rent available and ready to be handed to court and deposited and handed over to court similar to an escrow account. And then what happens is the court says, okay, you've shown that you have some things that need work. You've also shown and demonstrated you've got the money. Now they would uh, make a demand on the uh, landlord to say you've got so much time to get this fixed. When they do, then the court will have it uh, verified, and then they will release the money to the landlord. If not, there could be a bench warrant out for a, a landlord's uh, uh, not taking care of things. But we've got to remember the court's not going to hear the habitability defense if the renter does not have the rent money up front. The court system isn't to be used to play games. You know, by the way, at the beginning of the story, it was uh, kind of painting a picture talking about a lot of people in uh, court uh, would uh, not even get before a judge because they would be met in the hall hallway and it sounded like they were being uh, shaken down by the landlord's attorney trying to talk to them. That isn't a shakedown. That's something that the court requires. You see, before you go to a small claims court of any type, uh, the court, one of the first things the judge asks is, have you two as adults tried to get together to see if maybe there's a misunderstanding and can you work it out? And it's amazing. There are a lot of court cases, uh, and I've been to court cases many times in small claims court over the years, and it's amazing. There's a, a good certain percentage that now that they're actually there at court, they just realize, you know what? Maybe we can work this out, and they come and have a meeting of the minds. And that's what the court system wants to do, ultimately, is to get it resolved and people to move on. Okay? But there are other things that are going on here, too. Uh, and, uh, you know, according to uh, this professor of Seton Hall uh, Law School, she says she believes that there ought to be uh, things that need to be addressed and changed at the state legislature that would help renters have a better footing for um, being able to deal with landlords. And uh, what are those? Well, we talked about some of them. The, there is uh, the ability to lift uh, rental security deposits and not make that a requirement. Would that truly help? Uh, another is uh, the landlord-tenant uh, court uh, to require making the landlord responsible for supplying past inspection records of the rentals before a decision could be made. And the other, they said, you know what? We'd like to make it so that all tenant-landlord court cases don't become public, but that instead the court instead make these confidential and closed cases and something that can't be used. So what do you think? Do you think that any of those things will uh, take care of the, the matter or the situation? Again, would love to hear from you. Our uh, line here uh, for our live show today is 651-289-4477. And uh, we'll get to that uh, in our uh, next segment, but I just want to just uh, say here... Uh, Remind everybody there's something special going on in uh, the middle of uh, or towards the end of September. Uh, we have a special recording of Where You Live that will be on Wednesday evening, September 20th, between 5 and 7 p.m. The great folks at 24 Restore is having uh, a great event. It's called The Anatomy 
of an in, uh, emergency insurance claim. And uh, so, you know, a lot of people get confused about what really goes on uh, with uh, insurance uh, with a, uh, when uh, there is a claim that's uh, made. People don't understand the process, how long it takes. Well, the folks at 24 Restore want you to be prepared before you get into that situation the next time. So if you're a member of a board or association or maybe you're a property manager and would like to kind of get uh, brushed up on this, Come to the event Wednesday, September 20th. They're going to have food. They're going to give a tour of their facilities, everything that they do. It's going to be uh, great. There's going to be great information. There's going to be great uh, demonstration. And, of course, uh, uh, I will be doing the show, recording the show uh, live uh, uh, that evening uh, to be uh, played uh, that following Saturday at a regular time on Saturdays at 10 a.m. So let's uh, talk about what some of these uh, issues are, okay? So uh, let's deal with that first one that uh, Professor Franzesi was talking about. Lifting the rental security deposit requirement. Let me ask, what would that actually do in uh, helping someone if uh, they're having an issue with... uh, a uh, landlord that isn't taking care of the the, the property. Uh, you know, in any rental agreement, any agreement at all, what you're talking about is a private contract. A private contract, in this case, between the landlord, the person who owns the building, and someone who's a total stranger. And in this uh, case, the contract goes like this. The, the landlord says, you know what? I'm going to allow you, someone that I uh, don't know from Adam, I'm going to allow you to use something of great value to me, a property I own that's worth tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars in value. Uh, And let me ask you, uh, uh, listeners, how many times, uh, what are some of the things that are uh, real important and valuable to you? How about a vehicle? How many of you just will let anybody who asks just use your vehicle anytime they want to? Uh, If you did, wouldn't you want to have some sort of insurance uh, that uh, things are going to go well, that they're going to return it in basically the same condition you're giving it to them in? Well, that's the case with the landlord and tenant here. And so the landlord says, you know, we've got an agreement, a contractual agreement, and that agreement says that, you know what, we're going to Uh, We're going to enter into this agreement. I'm going to give you something of great value, but I want something in good faith of great value to you. How about some cash? Some cash that if there's some things that aren't quite taken care of the way they should be, I can dip into that and use that. So it's set aside. So in case things uh, aren't returned to me in that same condition, I have some uh, security in knowing that you're going to take care of the place. I think that's just fair. I mean, let's face it. If the renter has no skin in the game, uh, what care do they have in how they return the property? You know, we saw that a number of years ago. You remember back in 2006 and 2007 when uh, the real estate uh, uh, industry went underwater and uh, we had the real estate bubble that uh, burst and now you had all of these properties that were what? Underwater. People owed more on them than uh, the house was worth. One of the reasons why people were walking away in huge numbers was they had nothing to invest. I can tell you that if someone falls behind in a payment uh, when they're purchasing a home, if they have equity and value in the home and they can't continue to make the the payment, what do they usually do? They put the house on the market and sell it. Why? Because they want to recoup some of that money, some of that skin. It causes them to be responsible to the other person they entered into, to uh, to the other uh, entity in that uh, contract for a mortgage, in this case, a bank. So a bank says, yes, we're going to give you something of great value, our money, so you can buy the house. But uh, that is why, you know, a bank or a mortgage lender wants to see 
that there's money that someone actually comes down with, with a downstroke in buying a property. Because everybody knows that when you've got skin in the game, there's going to be a lot more responsibility than if not. So to me, uh, removing security deposits as a, as a requirement, I think that would be detrimental. That wouldn't help. That would just cause people to be further more irresponsible. Well, let's take a look at the, uh, the other uh, uh, suggestion by this professor at Seton Hall. Uh, she was stating that, you know, uh, with landlord and tenants, uh, when they go to court, she said, shouldn't it be that we require that the landlord be responsible for supplying past inspection records of the rentals before a decision could be made? In other words, uh, she's saying, well, shouldn't it be the case that um, the landlord should be able to provide in a housing court uh, some sort of instrument, something that showed in in writing that this was the condition of the home prior to handing it over to the renter. But you know what? That already exists. And even though it's uh, possible in Minnesota to have an oral uh, lease, an agreement, and not have things down in writing, that is uh, by far, in a way, the exception. It is not the rule. And why is it? Because a person wants to be able to show and demonstrate credibility here. They want to say, hey, look, no, this was the condition of the home uh, when I gave it to you to begin with. So what she's asking for is something that, if you take a look at the market and marketplace, is something that is already being done. And it's already being done. And I'll tell you that uh, if a landlord doesn't want to uh, offer this, you can bet that the renter is already prepared and asking for uh, a uh, a uh, sheet for uh, the move-in condition of the house before they take over uh, control of it. Why? Because they're giving the landlord something of great value, some money as a security deposit. And guess what? When they leave, they want that money back because it's their money. And so you can bet that a, a renter already wants to see that take place as well. So as far as uh, saying let's have a law, you know what? You don't need to because one of the wonderful things about uh, a free market system is the marketplace has already answered that uh, situation and that uh, specific, uh, it's already taking place right now. So it doesn't need to be a law of something I think is already something that is a common practice. What's the last item? Well, it's uh, wanting to make all tenant landlord court cases confidential. Is that a good idea? Well, we'll discuss that uh, when we come back from our break, but we're going to take uh, another one, so don't go away. You're listening to Where You Live on AM 1440 KYCR. Glad to have you here joining me at the... Um, we'll be back again after these messages. It makes dollars and cents. We are Business 1440. When Hurricane Harvey struck Texas and the Gulf Coast over the weekend, homes were demolished, families were displaced, and as always, it's children who suffer the most. That's why Save the Children is there. Right now, Save the Children is making sure children and families devastated by Hurricane Harvey get the help they need. Your $50 right now to Save the Children will send love, care, and life-saving aid right here at home. Call 888-248-0312 or give online right now at savethechildren.org slash radio. New windows for America. We live in a 40-year-old house. The second bathroom had a tub and a self-installed shower enclosure. It had neither style nor appearance. We had new Windows for America remove the tub, install a modern shower enclosure, a new sink and vanity on the existing cabinet, plus new bronze faucets. It all matches and has a new contemporary style and function. Well done with minimum disruption in a short time. That's a written testimonial from Craig, who used New Windows for America to remodel his bathroom. New Windows for America does bathrooms, beautiful tubs or showers that can be installed in as little as one day. Multiple designs and colors to choose from. Call today for a free consultation and save $750 off your bath or shower replacement. Offer ends August 31st. 
Google New Windows for America today and check out all their home improvement products. If you're looking for a home improvement job well done, do yourself a favor. Call New Windows for America. New Windows for America. Tune in to Investing for Success with Mark Pearson every day for your dose of dollars and cents. Dollars and Cents is our daily segment that takes a candid look at what makes no sense, what's a bunch of nonsense, and how to use a little common sense when it comes to investing and financial matters. We look at the full spectrum of today's hottest topics, from investments to insurance, college payments to major purchases. Dollars and Cents digs into the no sense, the nonsense, and the common sense so you can make better sense of it all. Get the answers to your important questions, gain some financial peace of mind, and have some fun. It's Dollars and Cents with Mark Pearson during Investing for Success from 4 to 5 p.m. every day right here on Business 1440, the Wall Street Business Network. That's Investing for Success with Mark Pearson every day from 4 to 5 p.m. on Business 1440 on the Wall Street Business Network. Business 1440 and iHeartRadio, they go together like guns and roses. Listen anytime, anywhere at iHeart.com or with the free iHeartRadio mobile app. Gene Sullivan's coming back in just a minute with Where You Live Live from the Minnesota State Fair. Fantastic place to go. Visit us at the corner of Underwood and Murphy all the way throughout the State Fair. We're going to have some showers, thunderstorms coming our way tonight. Mostly sunny and 82 today, down to 72 tomorrow with sunny skies. You're listening to Where You Live with Gene Sullivan. Welcome back to Where You Live, live here at the Minnesota State Fair. I'm Gene Sullivan, uh, broadcasting here on uh, AM 1440. But remember uh, to listen to my show uh, regularly on Saturdays at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. I appreciate uh, my sponsors, Mutual of Omaha Bank, Bartlett Tree Experts, and, of course, Extreme Exteriors. It's uh, time now, before we wrap up the show today, to hear from the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association. The MHA Minute is brought to you once again by 24 Restore. It's the 24 Restore Cost Containment Program that helps property managers and associations save money while still delivering the highest quality emergency restoration services for your residents. 24 Restore's unique program includes in-house loss assistance, future loss prevention, and reduction of your overall risk and liability. For more information about this cost containment program, please visit 24restore.com. That's 24restore.com. Did you know that the top reason renters do not renew their leases is not because of rent increases? The biggest complaint among renters and the most important gauge of renter satisfaction is how the management responds to maintenance requests. Responding to maintenance calls quickly and effectively makes for happy residents. Happy residents make for reduced turnover. Reduced turnover makes for better cash flow. That's just one of the hundreds, thousands of things you can learn from the Minnesota Multi-Housing Association, the best, most comprehensive resource in the state for owners of everything from a duplex to hundreds of units and for townhome and condo associations as well. MHA holds 135 different classes each year for owners and on-site staff, including in-depth certification courses for maintenance and management professionals. In fact, the most widely recognized certifications for apartment industry professionals across the United States were designed right here in Minnesota by MHA. Find out more by visiting mmha.com. That's two M's, mmha.com. Hey, and remember, uh, once again, on uh, Wednesday, September uh, 20th, I've got a special recording of Where You Live. It's going to be uh, at uh, 24 Restore. And so, uh, again, go to 24restore.com, 24restore.com. You'll get their contact information. Sign up uh, for that event, uh, for the uh, taping of Where You Live. That evening, it's free. Get some great information on 
what to expect with an anatomy of an emergency uh, insurance claim. Uh, they're going to feed you well. They're going to show you uh, all of the things that they do also well. And, again, go to 24restore.com. Well, uh, we've been talking about uh, some of the suggestions being made by this uh, Seton Law professor on what should take place. Uh, maybe that the legislature in uh, uh, New Jersey ought to consider to make things uh, more of an even playing field for uh, renters and landlords. And we're talking about, are these reasonable requests? Uh, the last one that uh, we're going to talk about, uh, she was saying it ought to be the case that uh, when uh, a tenant landlord has had a dispute in a court case, uh, whatever the decision is, that ought to be shut and closed. It ought to be confidential. Court cases are now, of course, a a uh, matter for public record and for anybody to see. And, of course, uh, people are, are using that all the time to look at, the uh, landlords are, to, to determine whether or not the person that they are renting to is going to be a good egg, someone that they can depend on. Is that, uh, is, uh, that uh, something that uh, should be uh, next? Uh, well, think about it. I don't know if that would uh, be a good idea. Do you? Uh, in other words, uh, are we to say that uh, a person's past behavior has nothing to do with how they will behave today? Is that true? Do you believe that? Do you believe that for one moment? Do you believe that in any case? How about uh, for sexual offenders? If someone has been a sexual offender, one of the things that we know is that uh, uh, once a person has been out and released, it is also a public record that you can uh, contact uh, the local uh, uh, police and uh, find out where these people are staying. Why? Because would that make a, a difference on whether or not you want to live in a particular neighborhood if you have small children? Oh, I kind of think so. Are you going to try and tell uh, any of those families that that person's past behavior has nothing to do with how they might behave today? That's not true. How about in the, the concern for someone who has a DUI? The fact that someone may be picked up a second or a third time with a DUI, does that have any relevance uh, to an insurance company that, need, that uh, may be looking at insuring uh, this person? Uh, does this have uh, no bearing on uh, what this person's going to be like? Should they have uh, a license again when it happens a second or third time? Uh, so, you know, to say that a person's past behavior has nothing to do with how they'll behave today, uh, that doesn't hold water. And I think the reasonable, prudent person out there understands that. Can... Anybody tell me that there should be no consequences for an individual's life? Well, that's just absurd. Now, in the case of uh, uh, someone not paying rent, that doesn't mean that it's the end of the story. It may mean that they have a very difficult time uh, in finding a rental in the uh, very near and uh, recent future but that doesn't mean that uh, that's going to stop them altogether. I know of uh, one particular case where a uh, landlord said, okay, uh, you have not uh, rented and have not done well in the past. Uh, we don't know if you're a risk. But then that renter uh, turned around and said, okay, I'm, I'll tell you what. I will give you six months rent uh, in advance, and then I'll keep paying each and every month. So, uh, six months before my year lease is up, you'll have everything paid in full. So uh, in that case, uh, going back to uh, this uh, Seton Hall professor's idea that there should be no security deposit, no. In some cases, the security deposit could be a lot more. And why? Because when someone has something like this, they have to uh, show and demonstrate something that we talked about in all, in this, uh, uh, in our uh uh, radio show today, and that is credibility. And it's, and it's good. Someone can build their life once again. They can build 
uh, credibility. They can show themselves and demonstrate that they can be a good egg. So uh, while this was an interesting and maybe a compelling story that was shared by public radio, there's nothing here that appears to be compelling or proof that a major change is needed in the legal system concerning landlord-tenant law. Not from where I'm sitting anyway. Well, hey, enjoy your time at the State Fair. Hope you join me tomorrow here again at uh, 2 p.m. on AM 1440 for another episode of Where You Live. Until then, have a great day. How sweet it is to be loved by you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>